Okay. So now we've got the federal government passing out safe smoking kits. And uh, what, what all exactly does that entail? And furthermore, how does this tie in to prepping and survival for the rest of us who don't do drugs? Well, I tell you what, let's get right into it. I'm your host, Matthew Sheets, coming to you once again. Thank you for downloading. Hey, if you like the podcast, be sure to hit that like and that share button and post a review so that everybody knows about it. Also, if you're one of the lucky ones who's gotten my book already, please go to Amazon and write a review. I would love a five-star review. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying, but I want an honest review. I want people to put up what they really, really think of the book. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Oklahoma Prepper. Okay, so if you've been watching the news at all, You've had to have seen reports coming out about Biden funds drug addicts. Well, I've been doing some looking into this, and what they're saying is that this came from an executive order that was signed January 20th of last year, the day he was sworn into office. And it was. They're not lying about that. Um, Let me see. It was an executive order on advancing racial equality and support for underserved communities through the federal government. This was one of the first ones he signed that very first day through that whole slew of executive actions where he's trying to bypass the legislative branch. Um, This is what set the whole thing off. So, yeah, it was in there. And this did not make it mandatory. That's not what this portion did. He didn't start doing that till a little bit later. But it set the tone. So, what else was in that? Well, it, it's also, <laughs> you're going to love this. That executive order setting in motion, all of this right here, also had the reno, revocation for the executive order 13950, combating race and sex stereotyping that Trump signed, into office, signed while he was in office. And it had a revocation of executive order 13958, the President's Advisory 1776 Commission. Do you realize we've got our 250th birthday coming up real soon here? And Trump had signed this executive order, putting it a commission for 1776 Commission on how to celebrate the 250-year mark. And Biden abolished that his first day in there. So this executive order put everything in motion. What made it a law? Okay, how are we... Here, well, that is from the American Rescue Plan. Now, do you remember the American Rescue Plan? That's where everybody got those, what, $1,200, checks, and everybody was happy because we had money and, you know, things were going to get better, right? Well, in Subtitle H, Mental Health and Substance Abuse Disorder, Section 2706, Funding for Community-Based Funding for Local Substance Use Disorder Services, $30 million to remain available until expended to carry out Subsection B. Subsection B, Support Community-Based Overdose Prevention Programs, Syringe Services, Syringe Services Programs, and Other Harm Reduction Services. Section 2, Subsection B. 
monies to be used for preventing and controlling spread of infectious disease and consequences of such diseases for individuals with, with substance abuse disorder, distributing opioid overdose reversal medication to individuals at risk of overdose. Okay, so that was the legal wording in the American Rescue Plan. So, where'd the crack pipes come from? How how did that ever become part of this? Well, they didn't specifically say safe smoking kits. They said harm reduction. So, harm reduction. What else does that all include? Hold on a second. I gotta pull this up on my computer. Uh, one of the companies that oh, I just had that. Let me go back to it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm losing my mind here. Okay. One of the companies, it! you know, I had all this open. I swear to you, I really did. I'm not even playing games. I had all this open, ready to start, and I lost it. Okay. There. Inventory. Oh, I don't want to check my inventory. That's something entirely different. Anyway, there is a company, and I cannot find it. Let's see if it's on my phone. I had it on my phone pulled up, too. Okay, so anyway, there's a company that actually puts out vending machines. Yo, I apologize for this, okay? Normally, I have all this stuff open. Well, I, I, say, I say that. I always have something going on. Okay. Uh, I, anyway, it is what it is, right? I'm still, I'm still learning. It's only my second season doing this. So I've got a lot to learn. I don't know everything. Look, I've, I've told everybody time and time again, I'm not infallible. I make mistakes. And this was a mistake. Okay, so IDS, Intelligent Dispensing Solutions. They deliver, oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so what do they do? They help communities deliver clean needles deliver clean syringes, provide needle disposal containers. Okay, but what they do is they put up these dispensers, and it's it's it looks like a vending machine, like you get chips and stuff out of. And I'm going to add the link to the show notes so that you can look up this website. And they talk about the harm reduction supply stuff, this, that, and everything else. So the question is, what is in that? Now, the Biden administration was actually talked to about this. Pisaki had to answer to this in a press conference, and here's what she had to say. Go ahead. Thanks, Jen. Um, HHS just put out a statement clarifying um, around some reports uh, that crack pipes are not would be part of the safe smoking kits that are funded by mm -hmm. the administration. Um, but can you clarify for us, were they never a part of the kit, or were they removed in response to this reporting and this pushback? The they were never part clear. of the kit. It was inaccurate reporting, and we wanted to put out information to make that clear. What is in the safe smoking kit? Uh, a safe smoking kit may contain alcohol swabs, lip balm, other materials to promote hygiene and reduce the transmission of diseases like HIV and hepatitis. I would note that what we're really talking about here is steps that we're taking as a federal government to address the opioid epidemic, which is killing. Okay, I got to stop. Th this woman pisses me off okay this administration pisses me off they are liars are liars are liars 
Okay, if you're asked a question and you only answer part of the question, you're still lying. That's called lying by omission. I would just assume either she shut up and not say a word or tell the truth. One or the other. So, interior of health. What is included in safer smoking supply kits? So, let's go back to what Pisaki alcohol swabs. Yep, they're there. Foils, primarily used for smoking heroin. Vaseline, used to keep moist lips. Wooden push sticks, so you can load your crack pipe. Pipe screens, so that you don't get all that harmful stuff in your body that doesn't, you know, you don't, you don't want to, you don't, you only want to breathe in the smoke. You don't want to breathe in the little chunky stuff. Plastic mouthpieces, so that goes on the end of the meth pipe or the glass stem. So that you don't burn your precious widow whips. Yeah, this is this is what we're funding, okay? And this is what she said. She always said part of the list, okay? But she went right off this list in what she said. Here, I tell you what. Let's see if we can go back and find it here. Okay. Uh, a safe smoking skin may contain alcohol swabs, lip balm, other materials to promote hygiene and reduce the transmission of diseases like HIV and hepatitis. I would note that what we're really talking about here is steps that we're taking as a federal government to address the opioid epidemic. You want to address the opioid epidemic? You want to address drugs? Okay. I don't care if you're caught talking about fentanyl, heroin, crack cocaine, cocaine, whatever. I don't care. Enforce federal and state laws. See, how simple is that? Wait, we have laws in the books making drugs illegal? Are you kidding me? Do we really? Do we really have that? You mean we don't have to use American taxpayer money to fund drug use? I am so confused right now. So, that's how we've gotten there. So the question is, and you have to ask yourself, why? Why would the federal government want to pass out condoms? Well, it's to it's to promote safe sex. Well, yes, yes. That you know what else promotes safe sex? You know, just <clears throat> let's send everybody to California. I mean, this is what they want. We can load them up on trains. And, you know, speaking of that, all those illegal aliens that Biden is allowing to cross over the border, we could just round them up and send them to, oh, I don't know, Delaware, where he lives at, New York, and California. Let them have them. I don't see a problem with this right here. So, you know, look, if you're going to have sex, be safe. And if you can't afford to be safe, get a job. But, you know, this is, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is what we're spending our money on. This is what the government is spending our money on. So why are they doing it? Why would the federal government use yours and my tax dollars to do this? Well, for this, let's go back in time. Um, let's go back to the days a thousand, two thousand years ago. And even not even that far back, you really want to get right down to it. Even just five or six hundred years ago, how did a ruler keep control of a people 
without them uprising against him. Even if they did uprise, it was such petty little stuff that his military forces could easily put it down. You kept them stupid. <clears throat> that is exactly how you do it. You kept them stupid. So, that is how you do it. Now, here in America, in the past 200, almost 250 years, we have pushed for education to make the populace smarter. That is how this country has became a world power. With a smart populace comes greater innovations. Go to your grocery store. This is coming out Monday. It's going to be released Monday at 4 o'clock. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Go to your grocery store. Don't buy anything. You don't have to buy a thing. Okay, um, if you do, or if you have something that you need, you obviously go ahead and get it while you're there. It's a good trip. But look at the shelves. What do you see? Take a look around. Bolognese, cheese, milks, toilet papers, coffees, cereals. Are the stocks, are the shelves completely stocked, or are you seeing things empty? Because what I've seen is... There's empty holes on those shelves. And part of that is they're saying, well, it was due to the COVID-19 stuff. Fine, whatever. You're the ones that shut everything down. This is your fault. This is why we've gotten into this position. But what do we have an abundance of? Every pot store in the state is open. Now, that's because of the state government. That's not because of the federal government. But the feds aren't shutting it down. So, they're working hand-in-hand. Hand. They're scratching each other's backsides. Okay? But you can go get pot anywhere you want. Now, you can say, well, Matt, in the state of Oklahoma, marijuana use is medical use only. Yes, that's the way it is on the books. But let's face it. You can go to your doctor. You can have an ingrown toenail. And you can get a prescription for marijuana. They don't care. You're paying their bill. They're going to write your prescription for whatever you want, for the most part. they don't. And it's not an opiate. No, it's weed. It ain't going to hurt you. Every pot store in the state is opened up. And as it looks like right now, we are the number one pot producer in the U.S. Yay, we got us a new flower. Okay, what else is fully stocked and ready to go? Go look at the beer aisle. Go to your liquor store. So we can easily access marijuana and alcohol. Why? Why are those two things so accessible? But we're having paper shortages, so it's going to be hard to get books. We can't get kids into a classroom because, oh God, we're afraid. We can't educate our people, colleges, are holding classes from afar. And let's face it, distance learning does not work for everybody. Okay, The overwhelming majority of the population does really good in a classroom setting, but not over the internet. So, what are they doing? Well, first off, they get you all messed up. And they're gonna if you if you got a drug addiction, they're gonna hand you this stuff here, here, take this. You can go out and you can screw anybody you want. Use the condom so you don't give them HIV. Take the crack pipe and put this plastic hose on it so you don't burn your lips. 
and for the chapping you can use some Vaseline here be sure to wipe your crack pipe down with the alcohol swabs because we got to keep everything clean okay so there's drug use there they're they're promoting it so you keep a population dumb they're easier to control that is the simple fact of it if a population is smart you cannot control them if they have the ability to think for themselves you cannot control them but if you can impair their ability to think then you can control them and by the time they sober up and realize what has happened they have already given away all of their freedoms so why has the Obama administration why, why are they being so lax on drugs where other presidents have been hard on them minus Obama I mean he, he, he's a joke anyway so this really boils down to, uh, in large part, I think, to Hunter Biden. Now, the the Marxist communist movement, that's definitely a far part of it, yes. But Hunter Biden was discharged from U.S. Navy Reserve in 2014. Why was he, why was he discharged? Well, what, he was discharged because of cocaine use. Well, that would be a dishonorable discharge, would it? No, no, that was an administrative discharge. He did not get a dishonorable discharge for getting high on cocaine while performing services related to the protection and defense of this country. Well, how does that work? Why, why would he be exempt from a dishonorable discharge when so many others have gotten dishonorable discharge? Well, this happened in 2014, and who was the president from 2009 to 2017. Oh, that was Obama. Who was his vice president? Oh, oh yeah, his vice president was Biden. Do you know, it makes me sick that at certain levels, you literally have no repercussions to... You have no repercussions for crimes committed. Now, they said that he was very sorry about this and everything else. But in May 2021, Hunter Biden did an interview bragging about smoking crack with the late D.C. Mayor Barry or Marion Barry at Georgetown Bar. Now, who's Barry? Well, Barry spent six months in jail back in the 90s because of an FBI sting where he was busted doing, well, you know, drugs. I'm telling you, it is absolutely ridiculous. Pisaki made it clear this is not a game. And she's right. It's not a game to us. It's obviously a game to them. So, okay. I could go on about this another 30 minutes, but there's no way you're going to want to sit there and listen to that. So, what does this have to do with prepping and survival and all of that other stuff okay what how, how does this tie into it 
Well, first off, if you get my book, chapter one talks about being gray. Blending in. Blend in with your surroundings. Don't let people know what you do or do not know how to do. Always show confidence without being overconfident. And your EDC. This is going to be super important. If they're passing out these safe smoking kit, and I found no evidence that Oklahoma participates in the safe smoking stuff. Now, your larger communities, Tulsa and Oklahoma City, there may be pockets there, but I am not seeing evidence of it widespread in this state. But your EDC becomes very important, okay? If you're out and about and you don't have a way to defend yourself, how are you going to stop something when it becomes an issue, when things start to happen? And this is something that you have to think about, okay? Survival and prepping, yes, we're surviving and prepping long term. But we also have to consider that short-term, that short-term time from the time you leave your house to the time you return back home. No matter what it is you're doing, whether it be going to work, going to the grocery store, going to get gas, if they're promoting at a federal level, get doing drugs, getting messed up, how can you protect yourself, your family, your children, your personal possessions even? How... How do you do that? Look, I am not condoning violence. I don't condone violence, and I'm, I am i never have and I never will. I'm actually a very peaceful person. Do I carry a gun with me everywhere I go? You're absolutely right, I do. Do I show it off? Nope. Do I keep it covered up as best I can? It's nobody else's business what I do or do not have with me. Does that mean if something were to happen that I would not pull my sidearm and protect myself? No, I would. I do not want to. I do not wake up in the morning with the thought, Oh, today's the day I'm going to go shoot somebody. No. And in the years that I've been carrying a gun, I've never had to shoot at another human being, let alone shoot a human being. I've never even had to pull my sidearm for another human being. No, I have had to pull my sidearm for critters. I have had to kill animals that I have trapped or come up on and put them down because they were dangerous because of whatever situation. That I have had to do. And there's been several times I'm glad I had that extra piece on my hip. But I've never had to shoot another human being. But does that mean I'm afraid to? No but I don't look forward to it. So the simple fact is you always have to be prepared. You need not just the skills, but you need the practice in order to know how to do it. If you're going to carry a gun, get out to the range, go shoot, practice, 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 practice. Make sure you don't have to sit there and take two minutes to aim down that barrel. If you're going to carry a knife, there's an axe throwing place here in Bartlesville now. Take whatever it is you're going to carry and learn how to throw it. Okay? With that, you granted, you only get one shot. But that one shot could save your life if you know what you're doing. So, go down there. Pay the few dollars to use their range and practice. Again, practice. There's 
the archery range at the Sportsman's Club, and there's also an archery group here in Bartlesville. If you're going to be carrying a bow around, it's entirely up to you. You can do that in this state. You can carry your bow. Go practice. Use it. Know what you're doing. Learn. Teach your muscles. Let it all be muscle memory. Okay? No matter what it is. Because we're getting into a situation here where anybody you encounter could be funded by the federal government and screwed up on drugs. That is literally where we are at. It is not bad enough that we got a president who is completely and totally incompetent and is stabbing Ukraine in the back. It's not bad enough that our president left U.S. citizens in Afghanistan or is allowing illegal aliens to pour over the southern border. It's not bad enough we've got a vice president that would be even worse in his position should she get there. No, now they want to start passing out drugs. And Pisaki talked about, well, we're we're not going to pass out paraphernalia. What do you think syringes are, you idiot? I mean, seriously, in that interview, she talked about clean syringes. That is paraphernalia. That is completely paid for by the federal government's yours and mine tax money. That's where it's at. But you know what? It's enough about that. You have been watching the news. You've been reading, watching, maybe not as much as I do, and that's fine. I get burnt out on it, okay? I I do it for you so that I can be the one going through the hill and you can just hear about it. But, and I'm glad to do it for you, okay? Again, you all make this possible, not me. So, what are we going to talk about? Well, let's move into what is the hunting seasons right now. Deer season's over, so... Where are we at? Okay, so we've talked about the bad stuff, okay? The drugs and this and that and how it actually pertains to you prepping. And again, you you got to be careful out there, folks. Really, you, you're going to have to pay attention to what's going on around you all the time right now until this gets straightened up. So until this administration changes, basically. But hunting... Hunting and fishing. Well, right now, it's been cold here in Oklahoma. We had a pretty good snow two weeks ago when my last podcast came out, and it was hard to get around. Not impossible, but hard. The thing about Oklahoma snow is it's wet, and it ices up real quick, and it takes very little ice to get real slick conditions. So, since the end of deer season, January 15th, and since the end of squirrel season, January 31. What have I been doing? I've been out trapping, and I've been doing pretty good at it. Uh, the guy who I hunt on, he uh, he runs a business on top of the hill, and he's got a problem with the critters getting up there and tearing things up. So he's he's asked us to go down there and trap some of these things and thin them out a little bit. So mostly what I've been getting is coons and skunks. Um, then a few other things in there. But what's legal right now? What is legal to trap? Well, beaver, raccoon, striped skunks are open year-round, no daily, no season, no possession limit. And this is good because there are so many daggum coons down there. It is ridiculous. Okay, and in the past, uh, I want to say two weeks, I've got four already. And I'm 
figuring out where to put my traps and what to bait them with, and I'm getting more and more of them. In fact, Friday I went out and I had two of them in my traps in one day. So, what else can we get? Swift Fox, Spotted Skunk, and Ringtails. Those are close. Can't take those. Okay? In fact, if you see a Spotted Skunk, they want you to report the sighting to a Jared Davis at the ODWC, Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation. He's the Ferber biologist, and they're actually trying to build those numbers back up. So if you see a spotted skunk, or even better, if you can get a picture of it, let this guy know. If you go to odwc.com, I believe it's .com, you can, uh, you can drop a line there and get in touch with him. Squirrel season, obviously, is closed. Rabbit season, I did manage to take a rabbit out there. I'm, I'm, I'm being kind of picky about my rabbit hunting, because out there where I hunt at... Uh, the property that I have to hunt is a small piece of property, but the properties around it are huge. You know, so I know there's rabbits out there, but I'm trying to build more rabbit habitat on the property itself to, you know, to, to increase their numbers. Rabbits are really good to have around. They're not bad unless you're trying to grow a garden. Then they're bad. But uh, cottontails, you have a 10 daily, 20 possession. Swamp rabbits, which is not something I see a lot of around here. There's a few, yes, but not a ton. You have a three daily and six in possession. And jackrabbits, I can't remember the last time I seen a jackrabbit. Those are three daily and six in possession. Six in possession, except for Cimarron, Texas, and Beaver counties. Those counties have a 10 daily and 20 possession. Now, another thing I'm doing is... I haven't had any luck catching a coyote yet, and I'm 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 got my cameras up. I'm watching them. I'm seeing where they're going, but they're just wild animals. They're gonna move through wherever they're gonna move through. But coyotes open year round, no limit. It's kill them, get rid of them. The daggum coyote numbers are up so high right now. Though during daytime, you can use any legal means to take shotgun, pistol, rifle, archery, whatever you want. Nighttime hunts is 22 caliber pistol rifle has to be the rimfire. Okay, cannot be the 22 center fire. Has to be 22 rimfire. Laser sights are allowed, and with traps, you got to be careful. Traps can't be larger than eight inches. So the biggest trap I have right now is seven inches. So I'm good to go on that. So what else have I learned? You know. Doing this, I've, I've been saving the raccoon meat. I'm going to try eating it. I haven't. I I think I've eaten raccoon before, but it's been such a long time. I don't remember the fact. I know I've had beaver and duck and goose and some of those other things. Rattlesnake, I've eaten I've eaten that before. Actually, lice snake. It was really good. It was delicious. But got the coon meat in there in the freezer. And the wife is all, she's all, it's just a dang trash panda. Well, yeah, but if I could shoot it, I can eat it. And I'm going to give it a shot. And if I can eat all these daggum trash pandas, why not? It's more meat in the freezer. But another thing I've been doing is I've been learning how to do my own Euro mounts. Now, my 10-point buck that I took this year, even he was not big enough for what I would think a shoulder mount would justify the expense of okay i'm looking look at 12 to 1600 dollars for a shoulder mount where i can do a euro mount through my taxidermist for just over 100 now i'm not going to quote his prices 
Okay, and those prices are always subject to change. The guy you know, Taxidermy, he's in Copan. And if you want a good taxidermist, this guy is good. I've seen his full body mounts. I've seen his shoulder mounts. This dude knows what he's doing. He is really, really good. I just take and have Euros done because I like the skulls. But I've been learning how to do some of my own. And the raccoons that I've been getting, I've been practicing on. So, the first ones that I did, I just boiled them in water for three hours, and then I started picking everything off of it. It was a lot of work, okay? And then, going through some of the taxidermist websites and, you know, everything else, I learned, hey, I could boil them longer than that. you got to be careful, because boil them actually weakens the skull, okay? So, you don't want to boil them too long, but it needs to be long enough for everything to get in, cut in, and remove the hide. Another thing that I found that helps, and there's been different guys saying different types of detergents, different types of chemicals. There was one guy on there said, just use your laundry soap. So I thought, well, heck, I got some of that in there because I, I wear clean clothes. So I went and got some laundry soap, and I let that first skull go for three hours and it came off super easy i had to fight with some of the meat around the top of the eye sockets but the hide came off real easy it did a great job the next one by accident i let it boil for almost five hours and when i pulled it out of the pot and drained the water off of it i i, I wore rubber gloves Okay, because I don't want that stuff up underneath my fingernails. It literally ripped the hide and the meat plum off of it. So the only thing I got left is the tendons and the brains inside the skull. So I'm learning how to do this and then getting better at it. And I'm figuring out a few tricks. And it's 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 really neat. It's really cool. Um, like I told you two weeks ago, or a week ago, a week ago I put that uh, that other notice up. The book is out. It's on Amazon. I put the link in the show notes to the last episode that came up last weekend. Go check it out. Go get it. If you already have it, please write a review. Make an honest review after you read the book. Okay? Don't don't give me a review just because you think I deserve a good review. I don't deserve anything. I want a good review if the book is actually good, if you like it. If you want a signed copy, if you're here in town, get a hold of me. I'll be glad to get with you. I'll sign your book for you. That is awesome. I'll be more than happy to do that. If you live out of town, email me. We'll figure something out, okay? I'll, I'll figure out a way to get your book signed for you. That is not a problem at all. And thank you for everybody who has purchased the book. You Again, just like with the podcast, you're the reason I do this. Now... I have had a few people come back and talk about, you know, what well, these are things I already do. And the guys I talk to, they're older gentlemen, okay? They're up there in their 60s. They're retired. And I explained to them, and I'm going to explain to you right now. Yes, I understand that. This book is geared towards, one, people who have never done this kind of thing before, and two, people who are 30, 35 years of age or younger, Okay, because they've never had to live life like that.
I'm 45. I have had to live like like this. This is how I learned how to do it. So I put it all on paper to try to teach the younger generations, or for whatever reason, those people who's never even been a part of it and thought I was a crazy kook all these years, how to do it. So that's that's what that book is truly for. But if there's something, there's something in it for everybody. That's the honest truth. I got ideas that you didn't have. And you know what? You got ideas I didn't have. So after going through the book, if you see something that I missed, let me know, please. Because I want to learn new things too, just like everybody else does. And if we're not sharing the information back and forth, then nobody's ever going to know. Okay? So that's where it's at. Hey, listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And as always, be safe out there. And I will see you again in two weeks.
trying to work on the audio quality of the podcast here too. So if you're a regular listener, which most of you are, um, if you hear a difference in the audio quality, if there's something going on that you're not real happy with, by all please, by all means, please let me know, okay? Because I'm trying to get this all tweaked back out like it was before, before, back before my computer crashed, and I can't remember exactly how all those settings were. So let's go to Biden to see what he thinks. I'm not confident of anything. Yeah, well, at least he knows what's going on. All right, thanks for tuning in, y'all. See you again in two weeks. What a stupid son of a bitch.